The book was better. Hello, everybody. And welcome to the Book Was Better podcast, one of our mini-sodes. I'm Kaylee Clark. I'm Taylor Collette. Um, And we have pets making noises in the background again of this episode. Yes. So sorry if you hear a dog in the background. It's not. Or Or a cat at one point because... One of my cats is on my lap right now. She refused to leave, so. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. It's going to be one of those one of those episodes, but it's all good. It's just a mini-sode, so it's fine, right? Yep. And it's kind of just um, an extension of our main episode, because um, last week we talked about Emma uh, by Jane Austen. By Jane Austen. And we... Focused mainly on the 1997 film adaptation with Gwyneth Paltrow. 1996. 1996? 1996? 1996 adaptation. Jeez. With Gwyneth Paltrow. And we briefly touched on a few of the other ones. And then we did a poll on Instagram um, asking, and on Facebook, I think, um, asking your thoughts on which of the adaptations was the best and we got a wide variety of responses which was interesting um and Um, so decently wide variety of responses except that then we realized that we didn't even include all of the options yeah i had a friend we message me and be like you forgot one i was like cool 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 so we'll talk about that one a little bit as well (laughs) but the four that we did include in the poll by the way if you want to like participate in these polls and stuff you can follow us on social media at tbwd podcast everywhere um and give us your thoughts and opinions on this kind of stuff but the four that we did include were the 1996 one with gwyneth paltrow uh the um 1996 a and e movie tv special Mm -hmm. um the movie clueless which is like a modern retelling of emma and the 2020 version oh it's like the 2020 it just came out the 2020 Mm -hmm. version that just came out the one that we forgot was the bbc miniseries which is crazy because i should have immediately thought of that's the one you've seen and like i've seen it before (laughs) and i just totally blanked on it and so i was just like oh yeah the four the four adaptations because when you look online those are the main four that people talk about but the bbc miniseries they probably don't even bring it in because it's so well done because it's a bbc miniseries and they just go off in those Mm -hmm. we all i i can just hear that that sweet puppy just barking up a storm. Yeah. Um, well, so what I thought was interesting is, yes, we forgot the BBC version in our poll. So if that one were included, maybe these results would be different. But, but that one's so good. It's almost we didn't unfair. Get a sing- <laughs> it's almost unfair. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But we um <laughs> we covered the 1996 movie. 
Yes. With, with Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. But not a single person said that that was their favorite version of Emma. So. Which is so <laughs> funny to me. Because it's not it's not a bad version. Like, no, overall. but I think it's just telling that Gwyneth Paltrow bugs a lot of people. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she really does. But far and away, the... The 1996 A&E and the 2021 kind of split, mm-hmm. but Clueless was actually, you know, it, it won the poll with the most people oh, saying yeah. that that was their favorite retelling or a version, which isn't necessarily surprising because it is modernized. I think that when you kind of change the setting, you also open yourself up to being able to make other changes Without people getting super upset about it because you're not trying to mm-hmm. stick to the original period and the original everything and descriptions and stuff because it's not set in the 1800s. It's set in modern day. So people are like, yeah. oh, yeah, obviously she's going to look a little different or he's going to look different. So people are a lot more willing to accept those differences and just appreciate the movie for what it is. Mm hmm. Which, I mean, I love Clueless. I think it is Yeah, great. no, I do too. It is really good. <laughs> I remember Sorry, loving I'm Clueless. I'm like overcoming a cold, so I sound, I think I sound sick, but. <laughs> um, I think that Clueless, like even before I knew it was a retelling of Emma, I loved that movie. And I feel like it is just like a classic movie that a lot of people love, even if they don't know it's based on a Jane Austen book. <laughs> I think most people don't know it's Jason. Yeah, probably not. Jason, what am I saying? Based on a Jane Austen book. So, Jason. I think it's a safe assumption that most people don't know that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I forget all the time that it's. Yeah, I mean, when I was like looking up which Jane Austen, like, or which Emma adaptation we were going to do, I was like, oh, yeah, Clueless exists. That's one. Yeah. And sometimes I think we should have done that one. That would have been fun, but. Maybe what I love about Clueless is so yeah so some of the changes that they make in Clueless right are well the names first of all but then also it's not her brother-in-law it's her (laughs) ex-stepbrother who you know is the knightly character yeah uh, but who is still you know really close or friendly with her dad which is why you know so it, it still mirrors that same relationship that knightly has with Mr. Woodhouse in the actual novel telling. Mm. Um, and then there's the the jock love interest in high school. Because it's set in, she's in high school. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's not, the, the, the end game isn't marriage because it's modern day and she's in high school. And so they make them younger too, because in the books, that's something that I actually really find interesting with Jane Austen novels is, her heroines are and protagonists do tend to be a little bit older, mm-hmm. right? They're not 17, 18, 19 years old. They're in their 20s. Like. Yes. And I do appreciate that as someone in my 20s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, right, like Emma in the book is 21, 22. Mm-hmm. Um, in Pride and Prejudice, Elizabeth is like 22, 23, I think. I mean, in a, in, a, in a lot of her, her sense and sensibility, she's old, even older than that, I think. I think she's like 25. But anyway, like, just kind of interesting. So then in a modern telling, to make it as dramatic, they kind of had to lower the ages a little bit. <laughs> lower the ages and just, lower the stakes. <laughs> yes, lower the stakes. It's not marriage. It's not. It's like 
anything like that. Who are you going to so. date? Way less commitment. <laughs> but still, you know, she's trying to set up. Yeah, it's still got that matchmaker and quality. It still has the matchmaking thing. And yeah, she kind of realizes that she meddles a little bit too much in people's lives, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like you so. still have the like mister or just you know the nightly character being you know just like a friend someone who like knows her Uh a little too well and his friends good friends with their dad and like he still fills that same role and she doesn't think of him romantically at first she's got that like jock guy that she goes after and then Mm -hmm. it's got that slow kind of realization of hold up maybe i do like it it does that it still does that better than the 96 yes. Gwyneth Paltrow edition because and that was one of my you know that was my biggest criticism of the 96 version is that the the love between Emma and, and Knightley almost comes out of left field you know where mm-hmm. it's a little bit unexpected and, and and they were probably a little bit too subtle with the stepping stones mm-hmm. right or the little milestones to that main plot point yeah and that's something that i found that clueless did really really well and like i said the 2020 um version also does a much better job at kind of doing a slower build with little glances and little bits of flirty Mm -hmm. here and there and so it doesn't completely shock you in the end when they're like we love each other (laughs) yeah and like i will say Obviously, and the BBC version, of course, does the a BBC, phenomenal job of that. And just touching on the BBC one, it's hard to compare it to the other ones because it's like comparing apples and oranges because it is a miniseries, not a movie. So it's so much longer. So it's got a few episodes to like and long episodes. They're like a movie well, in and of it's, themselves. It's I think in total, I think the BBC miniseries is like six hours long. Yeah. So it's got like four more hours got to a lot more give time. you details. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the way that they do it in those six hours is very well done. And so I don't want to like discredit any of the movies because I still think that they do a great job, except for the Gwyneth Paltrow one in that <laughs> regard. But if you really want to take some time and appreciate that slow build from friends to lovers i highly recommend the bbc one (laughs) yeah and then i actually haven't seen the a and e one with uh kate beckinsale so i can't really talk about that one that much (laughs) well i other than the main point for me is like emma's supposed to be blonde yeah it's like (laughs) such a silly little thing but it's so hard to get over It's similar to, and we're going to get into this book series at a different point in time because it's going to be a whole other train wreck. The Percy Jackson movie has many problems, but one of the first things that people got mad about when the posters came out was that Annabeth wasn't blonde. Annabeth isn't blonde! And we were all like, (laughs) are you kidding me? That's like her main descriptor is that she's blonde. And it's same with Emma. Like the one thing that we know about her is that she's like blonde. (laughs) She's pretty. And mm-hmm. she's blonde. And she's blonde. Like, and so all the other Emma movie and adaptations got that. And not not the A&E one. Seriously, every single other one did. <laughs> like, yeah. 
And I know so, it seems and, and like a BBC it, version. The BBC one has four episodes. There you so go. So it might not be six hours long. It might be closer to somewhere between four and five hours long. I don't, but still, I don't just, know. They were long episodes. <laughs> They're like Sherlock length episodes. Yeah. Good casting, though. Yeah. Really um, good casting. Just noticing here, Michael Gambon is Mr. Woodhouse. He's such an awesome actor. Mm. The guy that I got for Knightley. Mm. He's great. Oh, this is Dumbledore. I was like, Michael Gambon. We know him. Didn't love him as Dumbledore, but he's a good actor. <laughs> yeah, no, he does great in the BBC one. I really liked him. Mm-hmm. No, I, I mean, I loved a lot of stuff about the BBC one. So I can't like, but I don't want to discredit no, the movies. The movies did great. I think that um, Clueless would definitely be my favorite just because I can watch it and not constantly be going, oh, yeah, this is a little bit different because i know it's different because it's a modern retelling so i'm like whatever whereas the one with gwyneth paltrow i have a hard time watching for several reasons as i mentioned oh there is a crying child no it's not it's a singing child oh i thought it was crying (laughs) say hi dd hi dd i love you love you okay Okay, um, this is why we record at night. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, I can't Anyways. remember what I was saying. Um, the Gwyneth Paltrow version is not great. <laughs> yes, and you should always give the BBC versions a try because I know yes. they're long, but you can they they like end them at good spots, you know, so that you can watch them in parts, right? Like, like, yeah. You don't have to watch as it all in one setting. <laughs> episodes, which, as you mentioned last week, was kind of how the book was meant to be read. Yeah, and the fact that it came out in enjoyed. the like, periodicals. And so now it's like kind of similar with episodes. So it's, I mean, it's time commitment, but it is a great one to just like throw on in the background while you're mm-hmm. doing stuff and just enjoy Especially if you haven't read the book and you're not likely to read the book because it is a little bit tough to read. Um, then I would recommend that. Not that bad to read. <laughs> I have a hard time reading it when I come home from work and my brain power is kaput. So I highly recommend the BBC one in that case because then you'll be getting the closest representation of the book because they have mm-hmm. so much more time to work with. But if you don't want to commit to something that long. And you just want to enjoy the general storyline? Clueless is great. <laughs> or the new 2020 version. I don't know. I haven't it ended seen up that being one yet. really good. I'll be honest. That was the one I that was the one I haven't watched yet. So I can't speak for that one. I was pleasantly surprised by how much I liked it. Mm. It was a little bit slow in the beginning. But I don't know. I think so. One of my favorite things about the 2021 is you you grow to like the characters in the same way that you would I think like if you were a character in the story you know what I mean Hmm. like because in the beginning like let's say you were just like a new person to town and you met these people and you were like wow they're all insane Emma seems a little you know stuck up and standoffish in the beginning and you know Harriet just seems like totally kind of clueless and naive and all this stuff. And and you, they do a really good job. I think in the 2021 of the characters becoming more likable and attractive as the movie goes on. (laughs) Fair. Like just as you get to know them more and, and you really see like specifically, I mean, it's about Emma, right? 
you specifically see her growth like really well in the 2021 where in the beginning I was like, yeah, she's a super flawed girl who's living kind of in her own world and doesn't realize what her actions and decisions do to other people. And then she learns that lesson through the story, you know, like yeah. and becomes a better person. And for I, it. I so. do love when movies or TV shows, either one, through their like makeup and hair and costume design, kind of transform the character throughout the film as mm-hmm. your perception of the characters change. Like one that I think of is in the. 2005 Pride and Prejudice the way that Darcy is dressed and the way that he like they like present him he smiles the more is so the much more uptight and they have his collars and everything tucked mm-hmm. right up to his neck and by the end he's got like the shirt open and like his hair's a little more loose and you're like oh yeah <laughs> yes Darcy <laughs> so I well, do and that's something that I think Amber so Amber is our older sister mm-hmm. um and she has a film degree. And I think that that's something that I remember her telling me that she learned in one of her film classes that it's very regular and normal that it's a, it's purposefully done in films to make characters more attractive as the film goes on mm-hmm. so that you grow to like them, like at the same time that the protagonist grows to like them or whatever. So. Yeah. Well, and because for a while I studied makeup and um costume design in college and i worked on some student films and doing makeup and stuff like that and yeah it was definitely you would have a almost a a makeup storyboard for the characters where you would change slightly throughout the film depending on what was happening to the character and you know, all of that kind of stuff. And I I love those little subtleties in film and the way that just the way you see the character can affect the way that you feel about them. Right. So props. It's all very intentional. <laughs> props to the 2021 on that one. Yeah, no, they do. They do a good job. So if you haven't watched it yet, I'd recommend you do. And then also just really quick too, just because we've been, you know, talking about Jane Austen and, and whatnot. I, so mom bought me for Christmas a couple years ago um our parents always give us like books for birthdays and because we're a bunch of nerds holidays and things because we're a bunch of nerds um so she gave me um this book it's called lies Jane Austen told me by Julie Wright Mm -hmm. and it's really good so if you it is a romance novel but not like a but there's like some drama and some action it, it's it's very if you're a Jane Austen fan it's a really good read especially because she plays on tropes and ideas and stuff that are ever present in Austen novels throughout the storyline and it's just it's really funny and just really enjoyable and it's really it's an easy read it's not complex like Jane Austen's actual writing and stuff but uh, um if you want something that's just like happy and funny with a little bit of a love story thrown in lies, Jane Austen told me by uh, Julie Wright is a really good book. So <laughs> read it because it's good. It's worth your time. There's, yeah. there's an airplane flying overhead and I could just see my microphone picking up the sound. 
cool, 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 cool. More for me to edit out and post. I'm so sorry. <laughs> On top of the child conversation I had with Olivia. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, um... So yeah, those are just a few thoughts that we have on the different adaptations of Emma. Yep, a um, little bit of a little bit of a deeper dive. If I had to do still pretty shallow, if dive. I had to do a definitive <laughs> ranking in my mind, having not seen the 2020 version, I was say it's hard when you haven't seen them all. <laughs> but having heard your opinion of the 2020 version, I would probably rank the BBC one as number one, just because. Is so good. And then Clueless. And then probably the 2021. And then the A&E one. And then Gwyneth Paltrow at the bottom because I can't stand her. <laughs> Fair. Um, okay, so my mind's a little bit different. And, and this is only because I, I'm going to come across sounding a little bit like an elitist here. And I don't like that. But so... It's fine. We all know you one are. would also be the BBC one because... <laughs> perfection right Mm -hmm. um it's longer it can include everything in the story and the casting was really well done and the casting was really (laughs) good yeah number two would be the 2020 version Hmm. it's not that i don't like clueless i like clueless but no i'm not i'm just but clueless is number three just because now i have to go watch the 2021 it again it's the i don't want it to come across as elitist or anything but it's like it isn't a perfect retelling of emma It is a version, it's a modernization of Emma. Like, it's not the same story. There are a lot of changes. Still a really good telling, and it does follow the same basic plot points. I think I just put it so high because I just like it as a movie. It's just funny. (laughs) No, and I agree. That's what I'm saying. Like, I like it a lot. And then it would be the 1996 with Gwyneth Paltrow and then the 96 A&E, just because I haven't seen the A&E no, one, yeah, no. so I can't rank it above one that I have seen. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of where But yes, those are our thoughts me. on the different adaptations of Emma. It was interesting seeing all of your thoughts. Um, if you have any strong opinions, or if we missed somehow another adaptation of Emma, <laughs> please go over to one of our social medias and let us know because I'm really curious if it was if there's another one we somehow missed because they're very easily could be so <laughs> Jane Austen novels have so many adaptations it's so hard yes they do we will run across that problem again as we continue to do her novels going yes forward, but, <laughs> um so next week we will have a full episode we will be doing the Devil Wears Prada and it's our final episode from this reading calendar and so just another reminder too that if you have a specific book or series you want us to cover in the next cycle um to go over to our social medias and let us know there about that as well because we'll most likely release that this weekend either saturday or sunday so go over let us know we love hearing what books you want us to cover because it really helps narrow down our lists because we have Mm -hmm. like a million. So. Yes. <laughs> um, thanks for tuning in. Have a great week. And don't forget to read. <laughs>